And welcome, everybody, to a brand new podcast that we have with Eau Claire Hometown Media. It's a podcast in partnership with Tandem Mentorship, a wonderful program located in Eau Claire and the Chippewa Valley. We're situated at their lovely downtown Eau Claire offices. We're going to learn a little bit more about Tandem in this debut episode, maybe get a, a bit of a feel for what to expect as we learn more about Again, this great organization, one of a number of great operations going on in the Chippewa Valley. We've got Ashley and Charity with us today. And, well, guys, why don't you introduce yourselves? Yeah, yeah. So my name's Ashley. I um, am a co-director. So we're actually co-directors together. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, we I guess we started tandem a few years ago and so we still feel like we're new and but um we're growing and we're excited to get the word out about what we do and so yeah i suppose that's more about tandem versus me but <laughs> but um yeah i yeah. guess what would you like to know <laughs> well uh, 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 charity what got you involved uh, what, you're obviously co-director what do you do here what does ashley do here as you guys share responsibilities Oh, yeah. So Ashley and I do a lot of different things, but we kind of split the role in half. So depending on our strengths, um, we kind of divvy up the job responsibilities that way. But yeah, basically we work together, we hang out together, and we get to hang out with a lot of really awesome people who are involved in our organization, that being volunteers and students. So yeah, we're both co-directors together, and that's a lot of fun. Um so, yeah, I've been apart for a year now, a little over a year, and it's been a really awesome opportunity for me. So I'm really grateful that they've brought me on to the team. And, yeah, we're growing. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Yeah. Well, really, what's, why start a nonprofit? Why, why, you know, what got you guys behind wanting to start a nonprofit as opposed to maybe working with some that are already in operation? Uh, you guys could have easily have just melded in with somebody else, but you wanted to do it on your own. So what led you to want to do that and your specific mission then? That's a good question. Yeah, so we we actually started this whole adventure um, back in 2013. We were volunteering down at a local youth center um, called The Lighthouse down on um, East Madison Street. And we built a lot of relationships with youth in the area and saw... Um, yeah, just got to get to know them, heard their stories, and realized that they didn't have a lot of the supportive, caring adults in their lives. Um, if that their parents being incarcerated or um, just working, working many hours, so they just weren't able to be there for their um, for their kids. And so, uh, as much as they need, <laughs> kids need a village. So, so um, yeah, we just we built relationships and saw that there was a need. Um, and what makes us different, and why we started a a, a mentorship program instead of merging with another, we we saw that there was a need specifically for um, a faith-based mentorship program. And so we, we get our hope from Jesus and, and we see that that's a huge, huge uh, strength of um, or where we pull our strength from and our hope from. And we wanted to spread that with the youth. And so we saw, yeah, there's a need and, and created, created the program. Um, and so our mission right now, we've changed it a couple times over the years, but our mission right now is empowering youth in the Chippewa Valley to pursue their potential by receiving Christ's love through mentorship and guidance. And so we, we um, pray, pray that we can do that through more through action and, and through the way that we um, that we care and love, we we pray that the youth will see that there's a difference and that they'll want it for themselves. So, yeah. So that's 
Well, I guess in charity, why don't you tell us a little bit more about some of the specific things that you do? Because obviously the, the charity works with youth and it's faith-based. All right, that's, that's great. That, that, that lays the, that's the crust. Let's put some toppings on that crust. <laughs> okay. So what exactly do you guys do? All right, so here's the toppings. <laughs> so uh, we have three areas in which we focus right now. Um, so we have our Tandem Tuesdays, which are once a week. And basically this is a time and a space for youth to come to hang out with their peers. We also have volunteers and mentors that will join us as well. Um, we usually have a core topic that we will focus on. We'll have someone lead that conversation. We'll have great discussion around it. Um, and then we'll break off into an activity for the night. And we'll focus on mindfulness, life skills. We started this new thing called support groups, which we're really excited about. And this is a space for youth to open up and share about um, what's what their week's been like. And we'll talk about our emotions and talk about um, just the, the real um, things that happen within a week or within that month. And then it's also a time for the youth to support each other and offer encouragement um, whenever youth share and open up. And so it's a really awesome space for youth to feel heard and seen, um, but also feel encouraged. And so that's a really cool new piece that we just added. And we'll probably talk more about this um, on some other podcasts, but um, that's pretty much what our Tandem Tuesdays are about. And then we um, always have people who will donate a meal usually for those nights and we'll have a meal together and we like to sit around a table and have meaningful conversations. So it's really about community and about um, just spending time with one another as a whole. And then apart from that, we have a one-to-one -one mentorship program. And this is where we have um, mentors and mentees. So it's a student and someone who's above the age of 18. Um, and they start a mentorship relationship. And the purpose of this is just to have someone to live life with and to do things with. And also someone that you can confide in and maybe um, seek guidance from or talk about the hard things in life or the good things, um, whatever it is a youth wants to share. And so these relationships, we do desire for them to be 10 month committal relationship so that it's um, a longer term thing. It's not something that you do for a few months and then you're done with it. Um, so we do require a little bit of a commitment whenever mentors and mentees will get into a relationship. Um, and then the hope is that that relationship will actually continue on beyond those 10 months. Um, and so that's been a really, that's like the heartbeat I feel like of Tandem is the one-to-one -one mentorship. And that's where that like need and that desire came from with Ashley and that um, foundation team that built up tandem was um, the focus on one-to-one -one mentorship. And so um, that's been really fruitful and impactful. And we have a lot of awesome stories about how that's been just a really cool component to our ministry and what we do. Um, and then thirdly, we have a guitar mentorship program. And so people in the community will, with the guitar skill, obviously, I couldn't lead <laughs> um, a student in a guitar lesson because I'm not musically inclined, but um, we have adults who will come in and they will do guided lessons with a youth and they'll get to see if they even like it. Um, and if they do, they'll stick to it. And then at the end of their program, they have the opportunity to earn a guitar um, so that they can continue learning and developing their music skills long-term. So those are our three core um, activities and things that we have going on right now. Um, we look to expand. That's a hope and a prayer of ours. But right now, we just really want to focus in and do those things well. Got to ask, why, why the guitar and not the, the piano, the saxophone, <laughs> the drums? Uh, why, why, why the guitar? 
That's a good question. Yeah, I do. I, I have the answer. <laughs> yeah, we had a really great guy in the community named Pete Halseth that started this program, this guitar program. So he is an amazing guitar player, and um, he, he was on the worship team over at Peace Church, and and uh, just had a had a huge passion to give the skill that he felt like helped him a lot through his teen years and and through his life. Um, just having a um, yeah, having a, something fun to do that that you can put passion into and, and energy and emotion into. And so he, he started this group um, actually down at the Lighthouse. And then when we became an organization, then he came underneath our umbrella and, and just started um, started the guitar program. And so, yeah, so we now are, are hoping to expand. We thought it would be really great to have piano and drums and saxophone and, and just make it more into music mentorship. But yeah, like Charity said, we want to do what we're doing now well, and and once we get those established, and <laughs> hope to hope to grow more. So. Let, let's say somebody, whether it, whether it's you guys or whether it's things like again, big brothers, big sisters, people say, you know, I I don't mind working with with youth, but at the same time, what am I going to do? They they wonder what, what you know what what am I going to do? So what are some examples of? What some of your volunteers do when they're doing mentorship with uh, with the youth? Yeah, yeah, they a lot of them, especially now in, with the pandemic going on. It we have seen we've had to get really creative <laughs> with with um what what to do during um, a time where you can't really meet in person or um, with masks. So, but um, talking before pandemic, they a lot of them would spend time. Um, really doing things that the, the youth are suggesting as well. So like just going out on a walk or um, keeping it really simple, cooking together, baking, um, some go to Action City and, and a lot of like really anything out there. Um, there's a lot of free activities. We suggest just kind of keeping it free to keep it simple and, and um, invite them, invite the mentees into their home so the mentees can see a little bit of what um, uh, yeah, what, uh, how other people live, because <laughs> we all live a little bit differently. <laughs> we all have our different normals that uh, we love to introduce to the youth. And so, um, but during the pandemic, we've, um, yeah, we've had some people play games online and some have had the same board game. I know they played, um, one mentor and mentee couple played a uh, heads up. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> and so, so they've done, yeah, they done a lot of different um, it's like cooking virtually you can send a cooking kit at home and, and and each person cook at home and and talk about how it tastes good and and so just keeping it yeah i think keeping it fun <laughs> but then also there's goals too that the mentors and mentees like to work on um i know one had the goal of wanting to learn how to hunt um and so the mentor helped him go through a hunting safety course and took him bow hunting and then another one wants to um learn how to drive and so they take them out and, and teach them parking lots and keep <laughs> keep it safe but teaching them how to drive and things like that so there are homework and there's practical things out there too <laughs> and, and and again i thought the course of these podcasts i'm sure we'll get introduced to some of these volunteers that are the the mentors as well as some of the youth that have benefited from this as well uh in addition to uh you know well i want to go back to this Break down a little bit more of those Tandem Tuesdays a little bit and uh, what makes those so special? Ooh. Oh, man. Um, I feel like if I had to speak into that, I guess I can't speak for the youth and how 
maybe it's special to them, but I guess the ways that we try and make it special is just to be really intentional with them. We believe in the power of relationships and checking in, asking them genuinely how they're doing and digging a little deeper. Um, I think it's really easy to get an answer like, oh, I'm good. My week was good. And it's like, okay, what's good mean? Like, let's unpeel that a little bit more. Um, And so I think we try and keep it fun and light, but at the same time, um, we want to just like hear their heart and hear how their week really was. So I would say something that's special is that we eat a meal together. We really do have good conversations and usually we have a a topic that is something that I even gain from. Like we'll talk about respect. We'll talk about integrity. We'll talk about um, things going on in our world. Like we talk about real things. And I think that's really important that as a community, we're able to have fun. We're able to laugh, but we're also able to be real with each other about those important things. And so um, overall, I really like our Tandem Tuesdays and I miss that we're not able to be with our youth and I know they're missing it too. Um, but yeah, I think we do. We just try and be intentional throughout the course of those evenings. Um, and I think that in and of itself makes it special in its own way. And again, hopefully in a few months and as people hear these podcasts as well, we'll be getting closer to getting back together and having all these events mm-hmm. uh, all together once again. Uh, we, we know with any nonprofit uh, that there's two things nonprofits are always going after. You, you always need money and you need people's time. You need volunteers. But in addition to that, wh- what are some other maybe challenges when you start up a nonprofit that people don't quite understand? What, what, what are some of those other challenges that you face, uh, not just in 2020, but uh, just in general with a nonprofit? Yeah, I would say we just starting out um, more so in the beginning, it was hard to um, I guess build momentum and and especially being faith-based we really had a desire to go where the youth were the hurting and really could use an extra caring adult in their lives and so um like getting into the schools and social workers and counselors and things like that um just being you know it takes some time to build trust and credibility and and so we just um yeah, we found it was a little difficult in the beginning but now we're starting to build those relationships and and really are valuing them a lot um, whenever we get a referral from a social worker or, um, from CCS program the yeah people are starting to hear about us and trust us and know that that we really do take um, good care of the mentors and and we love to we pride ourselves in training and, and just background <laughs> checks and make sure that the youth are safe too and so um, so yeah I think credibility is getting out out there but that was probably the toughest thing to go through i would assume that's the same for you know, it's bad enough for 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 businesses uh it's gotta be the same for nonprofits. again mm-hmm. you've got to as you said that momentum and all these things but really what it all boils down to is legitimacy the longer you're around and people start seeing oh well you've got you know a logo and you've got actual people this isn't just you you you've put together a Facebook page. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> now, now we, we, you guys have mentioned faith-based, and, and that's what you guys wanted to set up, and that's what differentiates you from some other mentoring programs. Uh, dive into that a little bit more, because people hear faith-based, but that, that in and of itself can mean 10 different things to, to 10 different people. So what are your specific goals with the faith-based and how does that influence what you do here? 
Sure. You want me to speak into sure, that? Okay. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so I feel like um, a lot of that comes from um, just looking at the way Jesus modeled relationships and he walked alongside people. He listened to people. And I feel like similarly, we want to do that and we do not ever want to force faith. And we believe, you know, in Jesus Christ and that he died on the cross for us. So if you're asking specifically, like we do believe in that story and we believe that that's where, you know, our hope comes from. Um, and so, yeah, I would say that specifically, like we, we even ask our mentors and volunteers to, to, um, what is that? What is that quote? It's like, Oh yeah. Um, to preach the gospel always, but you only use words if necessary. Yes, that one. I always mess that uh-huh. up. But we say like in their actions and in um, their words, in the ways that they like carry themselves, um, represent like to represent Christ and to live that out. And maybe that youth will see something different in them. Maybe that youth will see something that they haven't had before and they will want to have conversation around it or maybe um, dive into that a little bit deeper. And so I think us as an organization, it's not something that we will like shove on people at all. It's just something that we, me and Ashley personally are very like, you know, we, we love Jesus and we want people to love Jesus too. Cause we know, um, the power that he's had in our lives through healing and just in our day and day in and day out lives. Um, it's so important to have that faith aspect. And so we want that for other people and we desire to share the gospel with our youth. And so I would say we do it in a way that is obvious, but not, um, forceful i don't know yeah. if that's the right words yeah. for that but uh, I, I think this is a good way of putting it too i'm, I'm sure you guys have had a, a lot of obviously volunteers but also the youth that have been recommended and have been coming here have have had sort of faith in their family but uh you know, have you seen a lot that come from families that maybe you know they're not necessarily non-believers if you will but they're not overly religious they don't really have a stance if you will and you've seen them come in and they're like you know what this is this is fine it's you know you're not necessarily a convert or anything like that but they feel very welcomed and they like the message overall no matter how much they may believe they like the overall message yeah yeah definitely Mm -hmm. we have um yeah like you're saying Mm -hmm. the referrals do tend to come from families that have Mm -hmm. a belief system but we do get a good amount of youth that bring friends or um we recruit we'll have like an outing and invite people to come and just check out tandem and so those that do come they they, we haven't really ever had anybody say that they felt uncomfortable or or felt like we were forcing jesus on them or anything and they tend to yeah gravitate and actually are interested in and ask more and want to go to church with their mentors and things like that. So yeah, and I'll, and I'll be, I'll be, I'll be blunt too in this and we'll learn more as we go through uh, these podcasts there, but uh, there's obviously benefits to being faith-based that opens you up to uh, a certain clientele that opens you up to certain revenue streams as well. But at the same time, do, do, you, do you hit some unfortunate pushback because, hey, they like the program and then you go, oh, sh-, you know, you go, oh, we're faith-based. I, I always say it's, uh, having worked in radio, uh, people, I always find it funny with, with, say, Christian rock. People will be listening to a song, Bob in their head, then they'll say Jesus. And then they go, oh, well, that's just not right. <laughs> and they, they, turn, they turn the channel. That's, they weren't expecting that. Do you kind of face that a little bit here where you get some people that go, oh, I'd like to support you, but since you're faith-based, 
I feel oddly awkward to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like grant writing uh-huh. is a huge uh, limitation <laughs> in terms of that, just because a lot of grants will say that they won't support um, faith-based, but they'll support nonprofits. And so, yeah, it's a challenge. Um, but yeah. again, it's like, you know, it's our mission and it's the way we're living it out. So we know God will provide. And I feel like he always has provided the finances, even when we felt like, <laughs> wow, we really, we really need some help here. Um, and I think that is a plus <laughs> to being faith-based is knowing that you got Jesus on your side yeah. and you don't really have to worry. Like, yes, there's moments of concern or um, wanting, needing more, but um, I don't feel like we've ever been lacking, at yeah. least in the year that I've been here. I've yeah. just seen God come through in a lot of ways. And so um, in a way, I think it's more of a benefit, even if you got some, <laughs> you got some hiccups for sure, um, ro- some roadblocks, but yeah. hey, it's okay. Yeah. And we have had some cool opportunities where we've had volunteers that have had that awkward moment of like, oh, you're faith-based. Should I still apply? I don't know. And it's been cool because we do have a lot of behind-the-scenes admin work and um, and that we, both Charity and I, would love 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 to have anybody. And we don't want to discriminate or anything because, uh, like I told somebody that was looking to volunteer the other day, I'm like, we are just, we're, we love people and we don't, we, we know that's Jesus's mission. And, and so, yeah, we, we'd love to um, continue to accept volunteers that even if they don't have a faith, um, so uh, behind the scenes work, <laughs> there's a lot of opportunities. And I think the thing to, that people should take out of this and they'll get through all the, these others, again, this is faith-based. This isn't necessarily like a, a, a Sunday school. This is not a, uh, a, a church group, if you will, uh, a youth ministry. Uh, though you guys no doubt probably promote those and all those and, and, and help people out with that as well. But this is a little bit different than that, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say we're, we're um, our mission is very clear that we want to share Jesus, but it's, yeah, yeah, not, I guess, evangelistic. And, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> that's, I think that's the perfect world. So yeah. now where do, like every uh, nonprofit, uh, kind of the revenue sources, uh, what, uh, you know, Jesus uh, provides, obviously, uh, provides a lot for a lot of us there. But at the same, you know, what 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 uh, means does does he use to help you guys get your revenue in terms of uh, fundraisers, in terms of asking for donations, and how can people help out along the way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're mainly financially supported through either individuals. Um, we have local churches like Valleybrook, for example. Um, this is their space here. Um, our office is gifted to us by Valleybrook Church. And so just even... And that's r- not cheap. No, <laughs> no. So, I mean, that's like huge for us. Um, and then there's also other local churches like Peace Church. Um, and then more that I could name, but a lot of people who will support Tandem either financially or through um, tangible gifts and in-kind donations. Um, and then also grants on occasion. I can't say grants are a big funding source for us, but um, shout out to Mayo Clinic. They gave us a grant last year and that was huge and awesome. Um, We have things like the Eau Claire Triathlon. They support us as well and that's huge. Our youth will be part of that as well. Um, So that's a cool partnership. Um, And then local businesses around downtown, there's a lot of people who will give gift cards and do one-time donations and that's huge. Um, And so I do feel supported by the community in terms of that. We do want to grow our 
funding. We want to grow our connections and our partnerships as every nonprofit wants to do. And so those are always goals that we're trying to reach. Um, but right now that's, I would say like just our main ways. And that's probably every way <laughs> that you could possibly, well, not every way, but a lot of ways that you can think of in terms of finances. Um, we definitely seek them out <laughs> um, to try and get that support and funding. W would you say that the last several months, we still have uh, you know two, three, four, five more months of this to go. Th th this has made your 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 mission even more important. It's it's so easy for us to go. Well, you know, let's just try to get through this, and we can get back to normal and get our lives going. But lives still go on in the last several months, and these these youth, if anything, still need uh, mentors during a very difficult time. Arguably, even more now than they ever needed before. So did this sort of heighten the awareness uh, for you as to the impact that your organization could have? Yeah, yeah, that's 100%. Um, just how you're saying the past few months have become uh, just a, a realization that mentorship's needed more than ever. We've had a good amount of parents call or, or um, CCS workers and social workers refer youth and so our youth wait list is growing and and so we're we're seeing that there's a, a really big need but um yeah it has been difficult to recruit mentors and uh and so just because yeah like you're saying everybody's kind of on lockdown and feeling uncomfortable to get out um, and feeling a little bit more isolated and so uh, so yeah so i think heightened awareness is um we're we're trying to <laughs> trying to get the word out there, but it is it's difficult, I think. Um, and I would think too the the impact for the youth now you really you you could really see it. Uh, you you can always do it in paper, and you you dreamed of coming up with a nonprofit. You didn't think there'd be a, <laughs> a global pandemic at some point. Nobody had planned for that, but you know some of those things that you can't really measure. Some of those things you can't really take a picture of. But are you seeing that true benefit for those youth that have the mentors right now? You're just seeing something that if, if they didn't have that mentor during this pandemic, things would have been a lot worse for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. I, I think um, we have more this last year, especially after um, adding the support groups. I think that's mm -hmm. helped mm -hmm. for the youth to share a little bit more about what's going on. And so we can hear, hear their stories and, and yeah, we have had some, uh, some mentees come out and just share how much their mentors really mean to them. And, mm -hmm. and yeah, especially feeling like isolated and not being able to see their friends or go to school and, and just feeling like they're, maybe their mentor is really the only person that they can really, um, interact with outside of, um, uh, yeah, outside of their home if their parents allow them with masks. But, but um, but yeah. So it has been yeah. When I talk to the mentors and mentees, I've seen a difference. You know, and as we wind this down, we we've talked a lot about uh, the youth and uh, the mentees and and Tandem Tuesdays and and all that great stuff. But there is a there is a sense of purpose for the volunteers and for the mentors, isn't there? It's mm -hmm. something that whenever you do something, you don't do it so that you get something in return. But they do get something in return, don't they? Especially in the last several months where everybody's social structure has been dented considerably, they probably have loved whatever contact they can have mm -hmm. with, their, with their mentee, whether it is 
online, whether you know Zoom and 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 making phone calls and maybe seeing them socially distance. Uh, there is a purpose, isn't there, mm-hmm. to uh, that they that they feel at the end of this, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. We always, it's really funny. I feel like after like a, a mentoring relationship, you'll have, you know, people who sign up to be a mentor and of course they expect to gain from it, right? Like, yeah, we're both on both sides. They're going to benefit. But I think a lot of times, and even myself included, Ashley too, it's like we gain so much from our youth because they have so much insight. Like they've got yeah. so much and they're like so encouraging too. Like I'm encouraged by our youth. And so I know that our mentors are as well. Um, so I, I'm sure during this time, um, it's good for the mentors to also connect with their mentees. Cause I know everyone's limiting their contact, but it is good for them to stay in touch, even if it's over a FaceTime, you know, so to know that you have that intentional, um, at least once a week contact, I think is good for, for everyone. Yeah. Um, cause that's kind of their commitment is they get together at least once a week. So however they can right now, um, is the way that they've got to do it. We fast forward ahead, guys. We wind this down here. We we, we get to uh, it's the summertime and people can be out and about again. And and whether it's it's, it's vaccines or just the, the sunlight, whatever, we're back out and about. What are you looking forward to when you don't have as many restrictions? A big party. <laughs> you need to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have a, a big yeah. celebration. Me and Ashley, we, are. we love to have a party. <laughs> We are, and I, I know for a while we've really wanted to have a camp experience, like a camp and a yeah. mission trip. Those are been like those two big um, adventure experiences that I'm, I'm really clinging to. <laughs> we can do this next summer, but yeah, yeah. or hoping, hoping. But, um, we have a lot of summer dreams, yeah. but the first thing we're gonna do is a big like kickoff. Yeah. That way we can just celebrate <laughs> being back together, eat some good food, and hang out. Yeah. But yeah, there's yeah. some cool summer dreams that we have planned so well we've got a lot more podcasts uh, coming up and check them all out right here on this website uh anything we're leaving out uh, today i think we covered it yeah, yeah looking forward to chatting with more of these volunteers we we go along and, and hearing more stories and, and learning more about some of the ins and outs of tandem mentorship uh, a great operation here in downtown eau claire and if people want information they want to help you out monetarily, time-wise. What do they do? Yeah, uh, yeah. I was just thinking. I'm like, oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe to share a website. They can visit. Everything's on there. If they'd like to apply to be a volunteer, or just reach out and ask some questions. We have a nice donate button at the top too. <laughs> it's always helpful. Yeah. Yep. So that's it's just www.tandemmentorship.org. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah easy well ashley charity thank you very much looking forward to our next uh, edition here coming up very soon that'll do it for the first installment of the tandem mentorship podcast